Hello, everybody. Welcome back to what is a very special Pinkham podcast, an interview to bring you today. And with someone who left Norwich City not all that long ago, we uh, do past player interviews and sometimes they can be years, months, uh, mostly years after they've left the football club. Well, today we're chatting to Jordan Hugill, who left Norwich City only last week uh, in a deal to join Rotherham United in the Championship. Uh, Jordan reflects really candidly here, actually, on his time at Norwich City, the frustrations, the highs, the lows, um, the elation, uh, the disappointment, the, the setbacks, the rejections. All of that is is in here. Obviously, some bits about his uh, move to Rotherham United, uh, why he moved, what it has meant for his young family, what it's like to be a player who has moved around quite a lot. It's all in there. It, it's a really good listen. So uh, without further ado, here is Jordan Hugill, former Norwich City striker, on his time at the club. Enjoy. So let, yeah, let's let's kind of start with that then. How 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 has the last week been? Because I think everyone, sort of football fans, see the 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 tweet, don't they, confirming that that a player's moved clubs, and that's kind of it. But what what's it been like to live through the the last week or so? I can imagine it's been pretty hectic. Yeah, it always is. I mean, it's not my um, my first move. <laughs> that's for sure. But it's um, it always is a bit stressful. Having a uh, essentially travel first to to Rotherham what I was doing and then obviously with the young family as well and then trying to get accommodation and stuff sorted so you can get them to where you are and it's it's just all up in, in the air but luckily enough they had um, they didn't have a game last week either so I, get, I had a better time to get everything sorted and get things in place. Yeah, uh, well, and thank goodness it's not on deadline day, right? <laughs> I would imagine that makes life a bit more hectic. But what, what's um, what, what are kind of your your reflections on your time at, at, at Norwich? How do you obviously now that it's it's kind of done and you've you've moved on to Rotherham? How how do you look back? Have you had a chance to look back and kind of reflect on that period of of your career? Um, I haven't really had the chance to look back. I think I'll be honest. It was I. Some great times. I've met some fantastic people who will always be a part of that, a close part of that. But um, yeah, essentially, I've, uh, I really, really enjoyed my time there, and I can only have good words to say about the club and the people within that club. Yeah, and, and I would imagine, obviously, for you, obviously, uh, the, the Premier League campaign you spent out on loan, but particularly that kind of first promotion season in particular, you, you had a really big role in, maybe. Uh, and, and I guess we'll get on to game time in a little bit, but but it certainly seemed like you had a big role in terms of the dressing room and in that group, and and it must have been a a wonderful season to be a part of. Yeah, well, it was a brilliant season. I, I think even though I, I wasn't playing, I think I, I always felt part of it, and I always thought that if and when I got my chance, that I could keep my place and and play which ultimately I, I did for a few games afterwards. But then, as I said, I always felt part of that team. And even if I wasn't playing, I tried to be the best teammate that I could. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen, obviously, you've put up some social media posts since leaving the club. And I think you've been met really with with real warmth and real positivity from supporters and, and people involved in the club. Uh, I'm trying to phrase this in the right way, but considering that perhaps you, you didn't play as much as you would have liked on the pitch, that must be a, a, a real nice feeling and, and a testament that everyone kind of saw that character and personality that, that you have, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it, it, it was nice to see that. Obviously, I, I did did want to play, but 
the end of the day, I, I don't pick the teams. I don't mm. do that. I've just got to be the best that I can be. And then be called when I called upon, be ready for that. And I felt as I always was that year. And I, there's one thing I was always, I was always myself. I was always true to who I was. It's a happy, bubbly character who just likes having, like going to work every day and mm. like enjoying the people around him. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And I mean, in terms of the way it did end, obviously a, a new manager came in and I think you, you, you were told pretty quickly that, that you weren't in the plans. I'm sure you've had that at various points throughout your career. How, how do you kind of look at it? Is, when you're kind of told that in a conversation, is there a degree of disappointment or is it actually quite nice that you've had that honesty and you've had someone from the start saying, right, this is kind of where I see you or, 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 or don't see you kind of fitting into my, my plans? How, how, do you, how do you view that, I suppose? Obviously, they at first but expect the honesty that was, was given to you and that's all you want as a footballer and that's honesty and I think I had a great relationship with, um, with Stuart Webber as well where we could be honest with each other mm-hmm. and if uh, and I, I will always I'd value that relationship I had with him because I said it's it's ultimately what you want as a player yeah it's not nice to hear but at least you know exactly where you stand yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I would imagine when that was communicated to you that there were a few options that, that you had. So what was it that made Rotherham such an attractive one, maybe that, that kind of sat, I suppose, at the, the top of your list that really piqued your interest? What was it about that football club? I just think it was the commitment that they made to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, um, you look at my age, I'm a, a three and a half contracts don't come around very often to a, to a 30-year-old player, that's, that's for sure. So the commitment that they made to me and they made me feel wanted and valued as a player, and that's, that's all you want. Yeah, I think I've seen a, a few bits that you've, you've done since signing for Rotherham and you speak about maybe wanting to be uh, happy again and wanting to try and get back to the player that you were when you got that Premier League move to, to West Ham. Um, it, I'm guessing in, in terms of your outlook, that security helps with that, doesn't it? In terms of finding form, you need to play games ultimately. And, and I imagine that's yeah. probably been, been part of your decision as well. Yeah, definitely. As I said, I know I'm going to play games and I know I can perform. And when given the right platform, I can perform at this level. And I just, I felt as though that they um, were offering me that, the manager got on really well within the conversation. And I just felt as though it was the right move for me. Yeah, and, and you've got a Carroll Road reunion to, to look forward to later on in the season. What's that going to be like coming up against a lot of, of, of familiar faces? Is it going to be slightly strange? Is it? I, I'd imagine it's something you've probably experienced quite a lot in your career, right? Yeah, it, it will be strange, obviously. A lot of good relationships with people there. And it'll, be, it'll be nice to see everyone again. And it'll be, it'll be, it will be strange for me, but ultimately it's a game of football at the end of the day and hopefully we can... Out there, and we can both both teams can perform the best of their abilities. Mm. What, what what do you make of the group that you've left behind? That Norwich group at the moment, obviously the the target is is promotion. The season up to up to now hasn't quite panned out in the way that that everyone would have would have liked. Um, what 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 did you make of being in that dressing room and being in that environment for the last kind of six months or so? I I, I love that dressing room. There's, there's a lot of really good people within that dressing room, which is. Which helps as well when you're not when you're not playing and you're not involved. But I it just I, I just enjoyed coming to to training, coming to the club, surrounded by good people. Mm, and, and in terms of that game time, I mean, 
I mean, you've kind of spoken about your your character there. I mean, it, does your kind of your 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 grounding in football and, and maybe the fact you had to take kind of the non-league route and work your way up, does that kind of help with that? Or is it just kind of, I guess, different for each player and, and, and in terms of how they react to maybe not playing as much as, as they would necessarily like? Um, look, no one in, enjoys not playing football, mm. especially when that's, that's your job. No one enjoys it. But as I said, I, I just tried to do what I could and focus on myself for the time being. It's been tough the last six months, don't get me wrong, it's been really tough. Certain situations that uh, has been really tough for me, but it's one of them things where it comes as with being a footballer, you've got to be able to accept that and try and move on from what's happened. Yeah, and in terms of, uh, I mean, you spent a lot of your, your kind of Norwich career behind Temu Puki. I think most people would say getting ahead of him and, and, and the form that he's shown at Norwich City is is tough for, for anybody. What what has that relationship been like with Timo over the over the last few seasons? Are, are you guys really really close kind of off the pitch? Oh me and Timo were really we're really close to yeah I think we were, we were good friends and uh, it made it a lot easier within that all the year the year we went up and even like this year the, the group of strikers that were there, we were all pushing each other to do well, whether one of us was playing and then the other two weren't. We were all pushing each other to be the best that we could, but we all, we all had a great relationship. And in terms of, of Timu's goal-scoring record, I think he's, he's uh, close to 90 goals now for Norwich City, which in the, in the period of time that he's done it is, is incredible. I mean, he's... <laughs> and yet, you kind of look at him off the pitch. He's such a composed, calm sort of very humble figure, isn't he? I mean, it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice personality behind a player, I suppose. Yeah, it's, as I said, I can't speak highly enough of him as a player, but more importantly, I can't speak highly enough of him as a, a human being as well. Mm, and in terms of, of that first season, when, when you joined the club, was it kind of your expectation that that, that was going to be the case? It was going to be a, a real kind of competition between you and, uh, and Tamu for that starting striker spot under under Daniel Farker at that time? Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, it was death. And, and I think we did that. We were always pushing and striving for, for more. And I think, as I said, when one wasn't playing, the other person was wanting the other, the other, the other strikes too well. And ultimately, we, we wanted to win. And if we, we got promoted, we all won. Mm, yeah, we, we, we spoke earlier on about that season and how special it was. I guess the element that maybe was, was lacking from that season was the lack of fans. And even though they were watching from home, you, you guys didn't perhaps have the support that, that you would have felt uh, this season or, or, or in other seasons throughout your career. So I guess even though that's a, such a positive memory for everybody, there is that little nagging element of it, isn't there, that the, the fans obviously weren't there to share it with you guys? Oh, no, no, that was... One of the, especially when we we got promoted and we were we were celebrating and no no one was there, so it would have been it'd have been nice to experience that like uh, the the atmosphere at Carroll Road when we did get promoted. But as I said, it was it's still a memory that I hold dear to myself. Mm, absolutely, I can imagine you had some some pretty good celebrations, regardless of of, of the empty stadiums. Oh yeah, we, we had some, we had some great celebrations. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant celebrations. I, I couldn't couldn't. I, as I said, it was just a group of the lads that were there were just brilliant, and it was, it was some great times. Yeah, I mean, was 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 there? How, how did you respond? I suppose to the fact that 
obviously you you contributed enormously to that that title win and then obviously the news comes that perhaps you're you're not going to be part of the plans in in the Premier League I can imagine that was probably another wave of, of disappointment wasn't it in terms of getting that news after maybe hoping that you you would get a chance to to kind of tackle the Premier League yeah it was and initially my aim when moving from West Ham was to to get back in the Premier League so when that came about and then obviously being told that I wasn't part of the plans again it, it is disappointing but as I said, it, it's football in the day. Am I? I'm not going to be able to change that, unfortunately. I, I, I do think that if I maybe stuck around, I may have got a, got on a chance because mm. there was a few injuries that, that year. But um, I'd, when I get told that I'm not going to get a chance, this is why I've had so many moods. When I get told I'm not going to be part of the plans, I just think, well, I, I came into football late. I just want to play football. Mm. Uh, so and- that's that's why I've had so many moves. And when you do get told that, and like you say, you've been told it, I would imagine, it, as you said there, a few times throughout your career, it's about proving people wrong as well, isn't it? I guess it's it's kind of getting that news and going, OK, no problem, and then trying to prove them wrong in in the next stage, I, I guess, for you. Ideally, yeah. That's that's my mindset of how I do it. And then that's whether people react differently, I don't know, but in, that's how I've done it my whole career. That's what got me to where I am. So I... I Ultimately, yeah, I would like to prove people wrong, mm. but I, I don't. I, I don't feel as though I need to now yeah. at my this stage of my career. Mm. Absolutely, I mean, it's 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 really interesting. Kind of, you spoke right at the start about having a young family and, and moving around. I'm sure you've experienced that quite a lot. I mean, it, does does it take its toll on 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 kind of you and your family when when you are having to kind of up sticks and and move around quite a lot? And I guess. The second part of that question is is that's probably what made this Rotherham move so attractive, right, in terms of that contract and that security, as you mentioned at your age as, uh, as well, in, in terms of football, that that must take its toll, the, the sheer amount of times that you've, you've probably had to move around the country at various points. Yeah, it, it does. And at the end of the day, like you have to... It's part of the job, so my, my, my wife is... It's amazing. She completely understands the, the nature of the beast. She knows that whatever happens, that we may have to at some point. And just to get that security to to be able to get home and be around family and friends again is is brilliant. And then obviously with the, with the young family, then the kids have got the grandparents, and it, it, it's nice to have. Exactly. I mean, we, we've spoken about kind of your or a bit of your time at, at Norwich. I mean, in terms of living in, in Norfolk and, and that area, because in Norfolk we always say there's two types of people. There are the people that absolutely love it and would and would stay here forever if they could, or there's the people who couldn't get out of it quick enough. So um, I'm not asking you to say which camp you're in, but how, how did you find it in terms of, of living and uh, and being in and around Norfolk for, for the for the amount of time that you were? Oh, I, I loved it. I, completely, I completely loved it. I fell in love with the area and the, the club itself and it's obviously it's a shame what's happened it, it made it a bit disappointing for me and I wouldn't say emotional but it was I was I was gutted when I had to move so mm. it's one of them where it's not it's not ideal but I, I look back on my time there I loved living there I loved the place I loved the people I worked with I loved the club like it was we had nothing but good memories down there and obviously having two kids down there as well is, is amazing. Yeah, and just to, to kind of bring it up to, to this season, you obviously had a year away um, with a couple of loan spells. I mean, to, to come back in the summer, 
I mean, how, how did that work? Were you, were you told you were going to be reintegrated into the squad? Was it a case of having to prove yourself again? What, what was that like, actually returning to the club and then sort of returning to the squad as well? Yeah, it, it like kind of everything just fell into in a place. Like I'd never left when I when I joined. Obviously, I'm not I'm not a shy character. Mm. So I I walk back in and I get on well. Like I've not even left. So it was it was just too. It was easy for me to walk straight back in the change room. So that was that was no problem. I, I remember I had to come back. I had to come back at the end of the season before last season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean. The manager at the time, which was Dean Smith, and I have a meeting with him, and then yeah, it was just part of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was there was a lot of change, I would imagine, between the time that you left to go on loan and, and the time you came back. Obviously, you, you mentioned obviously the fact that Dean had, had replaced Daniel Farker. How, how did you find him to work for? Because it, it obviously perhaps didn't go in, in the way that he would have hoped or anyone else would have hoped at, at Norwich City. But he seemed to have a really good relationship with the players. Is <coughs> is, is that fair? I'd, I'd, I'd say so, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say so. It was one of them. As I said, I I had the meeting with him at the end of last season, and he and he just said to me, he "said Look, like whoever comes back in the best, like the fittest, and does well pre-season, and they'll get a chance." And this is obviously why I went to go on and have the pre-season that I did, because obviously I, I smelt that there was a chance there for me. But it was, it, as I said, it was. One of those things it just didn't happen that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to touch upon that because I think you were the top scorer in in preseason, um, which is which is a, a really obviously a really good achievement. And as a striker, that's all you can do, isn't it? Score goals. It, did that feel like kind of another setback when it got to the start of the season, and maybe you found yourself behind other other options or, or whatever? Was it just something again that you had to kind of uh, another challenge, I suppose, that you had to try and and, and meet? Yeah, like obviously. When I was told that, it was, I was thinking, well, what's going on here? Like, I've had the best preseason I've ever had. I was, I came back in the best shape I've ever been in. I'd worked so hard over the off season to to get myself in that position, and then obviously I think I scored six or seven goals mm. or something in that preseason. So I was, I was flying. My confidence was flying, and then it came to the first game and I didn't play, and I was just. I was a bit confused more than anything. I was, uh, I, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, especially when I was being told what I was being told, and I couldn't do anything about it because obviously it was it was a manager picks the team, and I just got to go with it. So yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, and I guess it, when it's in that way as well, and like you say, you have been scoring goals because I, I would imagine most players kind of know if they're in or out of form or whatever, and. Um, if you're out of form, you, you probably expect that you're going to be dropped out or, or, or perhaps not feature. But the fact you were in form on confidence, like you say, and, uh, and didn't play, I, I would imagine, as you said, confused is a good word. That must be a really difficult thing to get your head around because for you, it's almost like, well, I, I can't do any anything else to, than, than what I'm doing. No, no, no. That was my my argument. It was, well, you told me what I needed to do and mm. I've I've done it. And but I still wasn't playing, and I still didn't play. And then ultimately, I, we played the cup games as well. And I, I think we played—I can't remember who it was. It was Bournemouth and Birmingham, and that's right. Yeah, I set one up. I set one up against Birmingham and scored one against Bournemouth. So even in the time that I, I still wasn't playing, and the time I was getting, I was still, was still being effective. 
So it was it was disappointing. Yeah, and and then obviously as you move through the season, you you're kind of in and out of the match day squads, let alone kind of the the starting eleven. So again, I would imagine given the preseason, given what you were told you had to do and and did, and again that 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 probably came as another disappointment to find yourself out of the match day squad altogether at, at various points. Yeah, it, it, it was, and but as I said, it's at the end of the day, it's football, and nothing. I think when. Uh, everything that had happened at pre-season and then to, for when the games to come around to, to what what happens there, I think I kind of knew what sort of path it was going down. Mm-hmm. So it was it was one of them was just trying to keep myself as as right as I could. Obviously, maybe if I had the chance to, uh, I had a chance to move in the summer, I probably would have. But my wife was heavily pregnant, and there was yeah. a lot of external factors that mean I couldn't. I couldn't really commit to anything. So I just had to stay and get my head down and hopefully wait for that chance. Because I knew, I knew I was ready for a chance. And I knew that if I was given it, I was, I'd have took it. And as I said, it was, I had a conversation with, with the manager again after the transfer window shut. And I was just like, look, like, when you're ready to give me a chance, I said, I'll be ready for it. I said, I'll, I'll take it when you, when you give me it. And then ultimately, it didn't come. And that that must be hard as well when when you've kind of put that on the table and and then the chance doesn't arrive because again that's it's not it's out of your control isn't it you you can't prove yourself to anyone if if you're not given the opportunity to do so. No, you can't. And as I said, the games that I was featuring in, I was doing well, even though I was getting five minutes, ten minutes maximum, maybe. I was trying to change the games. I was trying to be effective as much as I could. But it's tough when you're, that's the, the only minutes that you're getting. Mm. And was it ever kind of explained to you maybe why other options were ahead of you or, or why you weren't able to, to kind of get into the match day squad? Was that clearly explained to you at, at various points? Um, probably not, no. It was just sort of, sort of uh, at the time, it was Timu, Adam and Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously. They, I think I think at the time, it was tough because Timu plays, and then Josh came in the squad. Like Josh played, and he did really well to him. To be fair to him, so and I think when when that started happening, as I said, I kind of knew where the road was heading. Yeah. Yeah. But as I said, I was always trying to keep myself ready and motivated for that chance when it came, but. Ultimately, it never came. What? Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's that's really interesting. I mean, in terms of uh, on a on a wider basis and and the team. I mean, it's probably the the kind of million dollar question and, and maybe questions that, that players are asking themselves. But why, why up to the, obviously this point and and it's picked up a bit recently. But up to kind of the last two games or so, what what hasn't gone right this season in terms of it to to go to go in the way it has gone? Or are you guys? Or have you guys been kind of asking similar questions? Um, I, I don't know. As I said, it was kind of, for me, I always wanted the lads to do well. But ultimately, when you're not in the match day squad, you don't know what's really going on mm-hmm. on the match day. So I, it's not really for me to say. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of uh, of, of David as well, I, d- I don't know how long you, you had to work under him, but how, how did you find him, I guess, you mentioned the clarity that you got at the start, which I suppose 
maybe must have been nice given some of the mixed messaging that you, that you were getting beforehand. How did you find him as, as someone to work for even in the short period of time that, that you were kind of training under him? Yeah, really good. He, he was really good. He came in, he had his philosophies, his ideas and he cemented them in straight away and it was it was nice. He it, it was, um, was brilliant with me. As I said, he, I trained really well and I think he appreciated that but he just obviously looked at the situation with how well Josh had done this season, how well Timo's done and obviously Adam coming back as well and just he just said to me, he said, look, when it, when when them three are fit, he said, I only carry three strikers with me, so one's going to be left out. And at the moment, that's going to be you. He said, unless something happens to them, he mm-hmm. said, you'll then be part of it. But obviously, that's that's going to be the case. Yeah, and I, and I would imagine at that point, you then start thinking about, like you say, you know what road it was going down, but, but also in the background, the fact that your contract had, what, six months or so to run on it as well, didn't it? So... That security that you've now got at Rotherham, you, you certainly didn't have at Norwich in in, in that time. Oh no, yeah, no, that was that was one of the disappointing things because obviously I I knew going into pre-season that I was coming to my last year, mm-hmm. and if I hit the ground running, which was what said to me, if I hit the ground running, then a contract offer will be down the line or whatever. But as I said, when when you're not playing the games and you you've just been carried along through training there's nothing there's nothing you can do you can't argue with the fact that's going to happen but it is what it is and that's football obviously as you said I was coming the last six months and it was one of them things where I had to make that decision to to, to leave and when being offered the security of three and a half years from that point it was a no-brainer mm. Absolutely. I mean, um, just just kind of final couple for me. I mean, in terms of, uh, and I'm probably asking you to to do this maybe with a more of a championship hat on than someone who's who's played for Norwich City. But that kind of um, push that that they're trying to do now to to the playoffs, you you've been involved in, in title winning teams, in teams that have, have have tried to push for the for the playoffs before. What what does that take? Does it take? Uh, everyone seems to use the word momentum. Is it as simple as that? Is it confidence? Putting a run of form together, how how difficult slash easy to do is that? Championship? Confidence yeah, momentum. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, confidence and momentum. I think that's at the moment since the new manager's the wins, and it, it comes easier. But yeah, you then become feared in the league. Mm. Absolutely. Just uh, just final question then in terms of a message to 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 fans i suppose what what would you like to say to them in terms of uh whether it be their response their support when you when you're at Norwich city i think every time you warm up there would there would be cheers of, of your name you're a really popular player at, at Norwich city over the time that that you were here what what would be kind of your your final message to them i suppose it was just just yeah it was just thank you really it was and I, I, they didn't see as much of me as what i wanted them to see Mm-hmm. But I, I just hope that they know that whenever I was on that pitch, I gave everything that I could. And I was always myself with them and the team. I was always happy. I just liked having fun at the end of the day. And I hopefully that came across in everything that I did. And yeah, it's just, I, I really enjoyed myself and just thank you. Good stuff. Jordan, thank you very much. Brilliant to chat to you. Uh, best of luck.